The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about what's happening with Google. Joining us is Jordan Cooney, who's the founder of Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses scale their organic search traffic. And today, Jordan and I are going to discuss Google's product review update launch. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Jordan Cooney, the co-founder and CEO of Previsible. Jordan, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, Ben. Yeah, happy to be here. Happy to be here with you, my fine feathered friend. It's the <laughs> middle of the summer. It's earnings season. It's algorithm change season. It's always algorithm change season. That's you know, that's true. Today, for the next couple of days, we're going to do a little bit of a deep dive into what's happening with not just Google and SEO, but Google's business broadly. But we do have some SEO news to address. First off, I don't know if we call this an algorithm change. Should I sound the alarm? We do, we do. Yeah, let's bring the alarm out. Let's bring it out. Let's bring it out. I always forget which alarm it is. <laughs> it's a, it's a cross-continental. <laughs> Was it the European ambulance? The European ambulance, I uh, think. Is, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got some sort of algorithm change. It's not Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, man. 
There it is. There it is. There it is. Okay. So it's it's not any of those. There actually is a different sound I've been using for the Google algorithm late. <laughs> Oh, it's a wah, 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 wah. There That's what it is. It is. There yeah, it is. there you go. There All right, is. we, we re- everybody knows an algorithm. What happened, Jordan? What happened? Yeah, so Google officially announced. In fact, they announced it in their update rankings page. So they have this page where they're now informing people of, of the official, quote unquote, updates that take place. And they are stating that they released a July 2022 product review update, and that this update is going to basically take about two to three weeks to complete. And they link this update to a specific page that is about writing high quality product reviews. And this page has a bunch of suggestions on what it means to write high quality product reviews. Okay, so product reviews is the focus. Every time recently we've heard about some sort of algorithmic change, it has been Getting rid of bad actors, getting rid of spam content, a lot of stuff focused on user-generated content, uh, low-quality news content, and then this notion of reviews. People are creating content that is fraudulent, meant to support and game the system to show how good their brand is. There always seems to be this theme, at least recently, with what Google is attacking, which is low-quality fabricated content. So talk to me about how this is different than some of the other changes Google has made when it comes to specifically reviews. Yeah, so this is a little bit different because it's really at its core about data, right? So product reviews help Google understand not only the holistic quality of the page, but the experience that a shopper might have by utilizing that company to evaluate that purchase. And so Google's looking at these data points, these data points that they've collected now for years, and they're ultimately trying to better understand what's relevant, what's useful, and what's ultimately going to be deemed as permissible in their search engine. And for a long time, reviews have been one of the most spammed and most abused segments of not only product pages, but largely the, 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 the other supporting content that exists on many of the websites that aggregate this. So in other words, it's not just the product page itself that this lives on, but maybe a category page or some other summary page that these e-commerce and other sellers have. So I guess the big question is, is Google deprioritizing the value of reviews? Are they saying that we care less about what people are saying about you as a reputation focus, or are they just trying to figure out which reviews are fraudulent and get rid of the bad actors? Oh, this is a great question. This is not about Google making reviews any less important. In fact, I think it's just the opposite. It's about making them even more important. Think of it from this perspective, in a very simplistic way. They are cleaning up their database about product reviews to improve their knowledge about what products pages to surface. And that's a very simplistic way of describing what's going on, but it is essentially going to make product reviews more important in determining the outcome of your pages. So we had Curtis Boyd on this podcast probably a couple of months ago at this point, and he is leading the charge on fighting fake reviews using 
technology to basically understand who's creating the reviews. Are they coming from the same account? Basically understanding what is a fraudulent review and what isn't. I think Objection Co. is his company. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Is Google basically doing a similar thing, taking an algorithmic approach to try to figure out what is a credible review and what isn't? What do you think they're doing to try to sort out the wheat from the chaff? Yeah, they're looking for what is a credible review and credibility comes in a variety of different forms, but in its most simplistic explanation, the credibility is coming from the web page or the webmasters denoting that this review is coming from a specific user's perspective. So having individual user reviews that are owned by a particular user, that it is a knowledgeable and demonstrates some expertise or experience with the product. The interesting thing that I think is also really critical here is that, that there is evidence of visual, audio, or other own experience with the product. That is a direct quote from Google's documentation. And this is really important because if you look at a lot of the way that consumers are shopping these days, they're not just buying stuff based off of a text review that we're very used to that on Amazon. They're buying stuff through these like Instagram feeds where you're seeing what the shopper or the buyer, excuse me, has done with the product. You, there's now influencers who promote products and demonstrate these products and provide genuine like full experience uh, summaries of the product and how it's being used. So product review is now evolving beyond just the comment, great. I think about what's happening on Amazon where you're getting people that are creating videos showing the use of the product or images of the product in real places, not just, oh, five-star reviews. Those things on Amazon are challenging because they could verify whether you purchased the product or not. But on other sites, which are specifically trying to promote their products, it's kind of easy to game those things. I can go onto Fiverr. I can pay somebody a couple of bucks to create an account and write whatever I want them to write to review my product and all of a sudden boost the number of people that have reviewed 
showing credibility, giving a high five-star rating, which hopefully Google then picks up and says, this looks like a great product. You should buy it. That's the game here, right? Go and buy people that are not actual customers to create reviews for you to show credibility. All I need is a copywriter and a couple of bucks. Is Google addressing that phenomenon? 100%. Unequivocally, I not only is this product review update, but even more importantly, just a few months ago, Google also released a bunch of testing around how they're refining the results and showing product grids and displaying popular products inside the SERP. And so Google is not only able to decipher the quality of an independent text-based review, but they're also able to remove the spammy ones. They're also able to identify which reviews provide additional insight, additional knowledge or capability behind the product. So they're really distinguishing what is a great review from a lousy review. And then they're applying that knowledge when you have thousands and thousands of reviews for an independent product on that page. So they're saying, is this page any good because of this collection of reviews that exist? Okay, let's talk about who this affects and who it doesn't. Uh, Obviously, e-commerce with individual products. When you think about the industries that are affected, is it only e-commerce that is affected by these this review recalculation? No, not just e-commerce. E-commerce is probably the one that has the most prevalence with reviews. But this goes well beyond that to travel and ticketing, tickets and ticket booking t- uh, experiences. This goes into restaurants and local. So lots of local reviews, local establishments, local businesses, restaurants. This goes well beyond just e-commerce. But obviously, when most of us think about the Yelp effect, say, of like most restaurants have three and a half star rating, but of all those ratings, which ones are the best? That's a common question you ask yourself with regards to the Yelp effect. Same rules apply to e-commerce where it's like there's thousands of reviews, but why is every product on Amazon got four stars, right? Which of those reviews are really valuable? And what Google is now not only doing is they're not only telling us what reviews are valuable, but they're then deciphering based on that analysis, which of those products are actually worth showing in the rankings. I think that there's also the idea of media, right? There's independent creators and publishers. Hey, uh, my YouTube channel got a bunch of reviews. My podcast got reviews. It's more than just e-commerce. It's any sort of content where people are basically voting with their experience That's what this review affects. Okay, so we know what industries are affected. Which types of companies do you think are going to be the most affected by this? I think that what we're going to see over the next two to three weeks is a heightened improvement in rankings for independent solo brands. And Ben, I think you made a really good point about media and media consumption as one of those places where reviews is important. And should I show the reviews and the information that shows up on a podcaster's website? Or should I show the podcasting feeds on the SERPs, right? Or should I show this independent Shopify seller's website? Or should I show a marketplace that happens to have that seller's product on it? Those are going to become uh, unique situations 
if Google's identifying that there is uh, spammy or useless or less utility in the reviews on either of those scenarios, they're going to prioritize one of those pages over the other. I specifically think that what's going to happen is Google's going to prioritize smaller brands that have their independent e-commerce or their independent websites over the aggregators in this product review update. It's interesting. So that means that the Shopify stores, as an example, the independent brands that have their own reviews will see a little bit of a boost. And the Amazons and Ebays of the world, you know, the traditional eBay, A++++ experience, love (laughs) this seller, send like, hey, I wrote five words and I put 75 pluses. So I really had a great experience. Like (laughs) that type of view is going to get less credibility. So we're seeing the aggregators potentially be published with this update. Uh, Jordan, last question for you. I think maybe the, the headline here, yes, reviews are being revised and reprioritized. But Google is actually doing something really interesting, and it's how they're communicating what their updates are. Give me your thoughts on how Google communicated this update and this idea of, well, we've got a page that actually says what the reviews are. Talk to me about Google's communication. I mean, well, first of all, we continue to make headway here. Google released this on their Twitter channel, their Google search central Twitter handle. They also provided an update on their developers.google.com search rankings update post where they show all of the released ranking updates. Granted, the thing that I still think very much frustrates me and, and maybe frustrates a lot of the other experts out there is that oftentimes when they reference material in these updates, it's material that's quite dated. It's material that has been already read and doesn't necessarily provide any new context. Maybe that's by design that they do that. But the good news here is that we're seeing a good behavior from Google to come out to the community, tell the community what's going on, provide as much context and color as they can. And my belief is that as they do that, it's going to help inform and educate more and more business owners, more and more enterprises on how to invest more strategically into SEO. And there's no better time than now to keep that education path uh, open and that opportunity there for the businesses that want to scale their SEO. So not only has Google revised how they're prioritizing and evaluating reviews, but they're also making some changes in how they communicate those changes to the SEO community. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, founder and CEO of Previsible. Join us again tomorrow when Jordan and I talk about Google punting on third-party cookie deprecation. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you could visit his company's website, which is previsible.io, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs. 
because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link on our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Schapp, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. Music.